All right, everybody. Uh, it's Joey Walters with another live edition of JW Drive Through. Today, I have a very special guest, good friend of mine, Rob Franceschetti. He is the owner of Galaxy Plumbing. Uh, Rob and I uh, have come in contact over the last few years. Uh, you know, Rob was looking at expanding his business. Uh, we connected on social media and have become good friends. And so, just want to welcome Rob uh, to the show today. So, welcome, Rob. Good morning, Joe, and good morning, everyone who's listening. Uh, thank you so much for uh, for having me and giving me this opportunity. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, so excited to have you here. So, um, just want to you know mention to the listeners out there. You know, Rob. You know, basically, him and I, like I said, connected on social media, looking at expanding. And you know, uh, after talking to him, um, we became you know like-minded in, in the way that we were preparing for entrepreneurship and, and how we, we were learning and so forth. And uh, we listened to a lot of the similar podcasts and then he passed me on to some hot podcasts. And so it's just kind of snowballed from there. But Rob, why don't you start off with, you know, because you run your own business, you know, how has the last 10 weeks of COVID been for you? How have you stayed motivated, you know, during this time? Yeah, uh, that's that's uh, that's interesting. Uh, well, basically, I've I've uh, we've seen a you know decline in in business, um, um, as everyone has. Um, I, uh, a lot of our construction jobs that were literally just starting, like major renovation jobs, were really mm -hmm. put on hold right now, um, as this has kind of been unfolding. So, um, so that's kind of slowed down dramatically. And, and um, I would say thankfully that we have um, you know, quite a few customers that have called and either had questions that we could assist them with or that, uh, you know, that we can help them with some problems um, with their plumbing. So that's been, that's been really great. Um, so for the most part, everything's been really slow on my end. But also I decided that at this point here, I slowed down with our marketing strategy that we had going as it was getting very expensive. And there wasn't a whole lot of return right now because I'm assuming everyone's you know, doing what, you know, what everyone does usually when everyone's kind of uh, uncertain or fearful, they kind of pull back a bit. Yeah. So I decided I decided to pull back with the advertising right now in that sense. Um, so right now I've just kind of been relying on our customer base that we already have, which has been, uh, which has been uh, good. And uh, to be honest with you, this goes, uh, goes back to the, uh, the, I guess the old, I don't know what you would call it. If it's old school, it's new school. It's just a way of being uh, responsible with your, your income and with how you handle your finances. And I guess I could always hear my parents in the background with teaching me how to kind of, you know, manage your money, be a little bit aware, stay for a rainy day. You know, that, that famous term. And because uh, of that, mm -hmm. uh, I, I'm okay. Uh, and, and thank God for that. So I've set myself up financially where the business can kind of run itself and finance itself. And also I've, I've uh, been using a lot of uh, my service plumbers and giving the majority of the profits to them because I want to make sure that they're doing well through this time. Yeah, that's, that's, that's very uh, noble of you. So yeah, may, maybe go back to, so, so you haven't been doing a lot of advertisement you know, was your advertisement, you know, more online or was it tr traditional? And that's why you pulled it back. Cause I know a lot of people have been like trying to double down cause everybody's on social media right now um, and trying to capture people's attention. So maybe talk to us a little bit about that. 
So yeah, uh, like most of the, well, I would say, yeah, most of, if not all the, the advertising that we do is really just digital, right? So it'd okay. be through Facebook, uh, Instagram, um, okay. and a lot of, a lot of the heavy duty, um, and that would be mostly me doing a lot of videos and posting a lot myself of what we're doing. Um, but a lot of the other marketing that we're doing is, is Google ads and SEO and stuff like that. Uh, especially the ads, uh, you know, it gets pretty costly when you're paying for clicks, especially in the GPA. A lot of the plumbing words um, are very expensive uh, for the clicks. And I find that no one, no one is really re ready to hire a plumber at uh, that day and that time. Everyone was just kind of shopping around. So I was finding, like, at the end of the month, this was costing thousands of dollars. Wow. Just really, just, you know, asking questions. So I decided, let's take that back. And, you know, everyone's been saying you should be going full tilt on, you know, uh, Instagram, also all the social platforms. But to be honest with you, I personally have decided to pull back in that sense because I've been utilizing this time to work on myself and work yeah. on the business. Because a lot of the time it's, you know, you know, as well as I do, you're trying to uh, juggle working on the business, in the business, you know, life. So this time here, I find that it's like, you know what, this is my opportunity here. Thankfully, I'm set myself up. It's time to get to work and study. I've bought like, I, I literally ordered like 10 books off of Amazon. Yeah. And I've just been reading, highlighting, you know, that's kind of the work I've been doing because I figure that's the work I, I ultimately need to do right now to figure out like, what is, what is the strategy or what do I want as my outcome coming out of this? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, our businesses are different, right? Like I, I've been doing a little bit of social media marketing from an ad standpoint, but most of my marketing right now online is organic and it's organic content of what's happening right now. You know, what am I seeing? Uh, and, and, and what are people feeling right now? Right? Like a lot of people are in their homes. Um, they either feel that their home is too big. It's too small. It doesn't have an office. You know, I've learned that I can, work from home. So I need an office, my next home, or you know what, our backyard is not big enough. And I've been social distancing and I have kids and we want to move into a different neighborhood or we have a new newborn coming up. But there's so many factors that people are, are understanding because our homes right now are, you know, our sports stadiums, there are workout gyms, there are our work, there are daycares, there are family time, it's everything into one. And you know, our home, we, I think some people are realizing that our home was a very important place, but it was the most important place because, you know, the power of your surroundings and your environment are so important. Where, where you grow up, you know, what's around you can affect what happens in your life. So I've been trying to focus on that uh, with people, but also giving them an update of what's going on in the market, you know, and, you know, explaining to people that prices haven't really dropped too much, you know, volume is down, but now I've seen a huge uptick over the last, you know, four weeks of you know transactions happening they're not obviously happening like a normal period but people are getting comfortable in the new normal and i can tell you like this last week and a half my phone has been ringing a lot more um than it was you know eight weeks ago so you know with that being said you know why don't you talk about you know some of the you know entrepreneurship uh training um that that you've been doing specifically you know talk about maybe ed millette and andy frisella I guess they have the art at syndicate uh, that you're part of uh, something that I looked into, but uh, you know, for me, it's 
I, I've just divested to, you know, really focus on a certain things that I can learn because I find that if I'm learning too much, I'm, I'm not focused on doing things every day in my business and I'm focused too much on strategy and not much on implementation. So, you know, I believe that, you know, getting things done is better than trying to be perfect strategically and trying to learn through that. But um, yeah, talk to us about, you know, some things that you learned or, or over the last 10 weeks, some of the things that you've been learning about yourself and that you're going to apply in your business. Well, yeah, I, I'm glad that you said that because I, what you've been doing in your business is so smart because you're right. Like right now, people are spending a lot of time at home or most of their time at home. So they're looking at the walls. They're looking at their countertops. They're, you know, they're looking at a lot of different stuff. And I guess automatically you're kind of like, yeah, I kind of don't like that. Or I wouldn't mind upgrading this. Or I might, you know, you start looking at this stuff you because you're, you might not be as busy as you, you once were. So, so it's good that you can tap into all of that stuff. And you can talk about it because people really want to hear about that stuff, especially in your line of business, right? Yes. Um, I'd say like maybe in the plumbing world, you know, I don't know, to be honest, you know, plumbing is an essential service. And I would say now more than ever, I realize that I, I chose the, the right career in my mind uh, that mm -hmm. will outstand any, any um, I guess, any downturn. As long as, you know, uh, you know, we're alive and, and we're living. We need, we need water. We need drainage to make sure that we're, we're healthy in, in that sense. Right. Yeah, so I would say that sure. I'm, I'm really grateful that, you know, looking back, it's like I really made a good choice picking my career path. And with that being said, um, I've been doing a lot of work. Yeah. On myself. And I'm really, really lucky and thankful that I, I chose the personal development uh, way before this kind of happened because that's kind of been guiding me through this. Cause I live alone I have the business and I feel like, okay, like, you know, what, what, what can I do to keep my mind, my mind healthy? Yeah. Right. And what I've learned sure. is my mind is you got to move. You got to constantly, you got to move. And I've been, for the most part, I usually get up at like my alarm clock's going off at usually six o'clock in the morning. I might snooze it until about six 30, but at six 30, I don't care. I'm up, I'm out of the bed and I'm like, it's time to do something. It's time to read. It's time to go downstairs. Uh, thank God for technology because we have YouTube. Tons of workouts going on at home. And I'm so glad I have some dusted free weights. Been sitting there for a while because uh, I can't go to the gym. So I've been doing that for a half an hour to an hour. Get the, nice. get the energy going. So nice. For anyone that's listening, I've been checking in on Rob because I know he lives at home. So I just want to make sure he's okay. But no, no, I, I've been doing the same thing. Like, you know, having a morning routine, um, you know, going down, like I'm going full throttle into work every day, you know, doing, I've had more time to be more analytical, spend more time with my family. Um, I've lost 15 pounds because, you know, I have, you know, the weights set up behind me and actually walking every day uh, for yeah. at least half an hour to, to an hour um you know some days doesn't happen like i've taken days off but you know just just keep active keep my mind active keep knowing knowing what's going on and you know i believe like this new way we're gonna there's gonna be a new way we do business new way we live like we're gonna appreciate their certain things more technology like right now like you know, I'm able to speak to you and not be there face to face. I've done that with a lot of clients, uh, educated a lot of people what's going on in the market because of that. But I've also been able to, you know, get a new rhythm of what's going on in the market analytically week by week and, and be able to interpret that, right? I think a lot of people, you know, put stats out there and they don't give context to it, right? 
Like it's good to put content out there, but you have to have your opinion as you being a profession, you need to have opinion. So with that, I wanted to flip into like, so what, what keys, if somebody was going to buy a home or, you know, fix a home, you know, what, what advice do you give them from the plumbing side? You know, what, what, uh, what are some tips that you can give people, uh, that's such a that's such a great question, and this is something I'm so passionate about. As me and you spoke in the past, I've been trying to figure out is how to reach out to customers through through agents that we're here to help, and I want to help them because we're constantly working in so many different um, you know kind of homes, uh, whether it's renovated, non-renovated, older, and I find that right now there's a well, there's been for many years right now a huge explosion of of um, of buying and flipping homes and I really feel that um, you know a lot of customers um, you know are not getting what they're paying for for that home especially being at the, the, the price point that everyone's paying for their mm-hmm. especially in Toronto downtown Toronto a lot of those homes are very old they have a lot of old infrastructure and I feel like you know for you guys as the agents you guys bring in the home inspectors and that's great but I, I you know for homeowners I feel like they got to ask the questions or um, to maybe like yourself or maybe if they could reach out to a, a plumber like myself, I would love to, to help them and guide them things to, to look out for. Maybe they should ask, you know, about doing a camera inspection on their main sanitary drain. If the house is an older Toronto home that's been renovated to see yeah. if I have clay, uh, clay drainage that there possibly might be uh, root infiltration. Um, you know, how does the overall finished product look in the bathroom when you look at the baseboard trims? Are they a little bit botched up? Are they a little bit crooked? Are the t- tiles a little? When you start to see that kind of finishes and the small details, you got to ask yourself if this is what I'm seeing in the finished product, what is really happening behind the wall? You know? Yeah. And, yeah. and, and I really care so much about the people out there because they're spending a lot of money on these homes. A lot of these homes are in the value of. 800,000, a million five, you know? And I feel like they should get what they're paying for. So I feel like if they want to contact you or contact a licensed professional, that we could guide them in any questions that they may have. Yeah, definitely. And I know you and I have had a couple conversations. You've gone into houses after people have bought and, you know, there's been a lot of work that you've had to do even though, so, you know, picking your inspector and, and really doing a thorough and, you know, maybe in older homes, maybe, you know, picking a person like Rob, um, you know, even on the HVAC system, like, I understand that because of my previous life and so forth. So I can walk in and look at that. Uh, you know, the other day I went to a, a home that kept telling me, no, there was no air conditioner. I kept telling them it was a ductless system. And they're like, what's that? So I said, listen, this is a Mitsubishi ductless systems, one upstairs, one downstairs, probably good enough. I said, we'll have to bring somebody in during the inspection to see if it will cool but uh, I, they're pretty powerful, right? And they're like, no, 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 that's not what it is. I'm like, yeah, that's what it is, right? So I go on, go on my phone, show them, and they're like, wow, like I didn't even know those things existed. And I said, yeah, there's a lot of technology out there. So like, you know, me being a realtor, I don't know everything. And so like, I, I always go back to this. You're, you're only as strong as your network. So, you know, me relying on you, if I have a plumbing issue, you know, if I have a legality issue speaking to, you know, some good lawyers, I have mortgage brokers, you know, you have inspectors, like you need to surround yourself with like-minded, great people that you can provide service and experience to your customer. It's not just a transaction. And I find a lot of times, like, you know, people won't even go and do an inspection and they just close. And, and I get it, you know, it really depends on the market, but 
you know, especially now, like I put in an offer yesterday on a home and the father kept saying, well, you know, I want to bring an inspector in because he's going to always find something wrong. And then, you know, what do we do with it? And I said, well, wouldn't you rather know now that, you know, what you need to fix and what could possibly happen than going in and then telling me that you had to spend $30,000 because the foundation wasn't settled properly, right? Like, you and, and you want to pay for a good inspection, right? You want to have somebody that comes in there as thorough, does you know, runs the water, does you know, thermal imaging and all this stuff. So you can, you, you want to pay, pay the money up front. I'd rather you pay five six hundred dollars up front and do the proper inspection than not do it and then end up having to have problems because you know homes change over a period of time. You know we have seasons and so forth. There's always going to be upkeep, but you know do your due diligence up front when you're making a you know the biggest purchase of your life, you know, especially right now, like, you know, so many people have lost their jobs and need a place to live. And, you know, they're going to be focused on, on when you're making a decision, it's the right decision. And so for me, it's not about making a sale. As I always say, it's about making a customer for life because the experience that I'm providing. Right. And so that's why I connected with you and, you know, we've kept connected because you feel the exact same way. You're passionate about helping people and educating people because they're educated and an expert in their profession, and we are, and so we're helping them make the decisions that they need to make for them the right ones, right? So, Yeah, 100%, I couldn't agree more, and that's why I, now more than ever in my life, I've realized having a great network is so important, especially like, look, you and me connecting, you know, anytime there's a question about plumbing or mechanical or anything with building, you know, if there's a question, I always encourage you, call me, and uh, you know, because I have a good network of trades guys. Uh, but even like, look, even with when it comes to information nowadays, you know, I haven't really been getting all my information uh, from the from the news right now. But what's going on? Because it's like that's just one source. Yeah. And I feel like, well, you know, is there an agenda? Is it just what they believe? That's why I talk to you. I'm like, hey, Joe, how's real estate going? What do you see? You know, how are people reacting? And then I'll talk to other people because I like to get a, a little bit of an idea what how different people's minds are working. And then you can kind of bring them all together and package it in, in a sensible way on how to look at it rather than just being like, oh my God, this is happening. Holy cow, this is, you know, and you start kind of reacting and it's pretty scary, you know? Yeah, and, it and is. It's, yeah, it's scary. And uh, it's, I don't know, it's, it's unsettling. Because well, negativity sells, right? So it's a negative, you know, narrative that people try to, you know, you watch the news and you know, I watch it just to get the snippets that I need to and then make my own decisions. But to, you know, to your point, so, you know, guys, like I'll, I'll give you guys a, a perfect example. Rob called me back in early part of the year, said he had a great opportunity uh, to, you know, go into a venture, uh, purchase a home uh, that could be renovated and so forth privately. Um, was pitched that it was such a great opportunity and called me because, you know, wanted a second opinion because he knew he trusted me. Now, oh my God, yes. Just, just, just to, you know, give people the baseline of the story. I was not involved in this transaction. I wasn't even going to get compensated for this transaction. So, you know, Rob called me. He's like, Hey, what do you think? So, you know, I worked it around and, and told him like, you know, here's the probably a price that you want to pay, but you know, you got to worry about this, this, and this, and this. End of the day, he didn't end up pursuing it because what would, he was being told and what was actually happening and based on the information that I gave him, right? And so that's what I'm talking about. It's not always about, you know, making a sale. It's about making a connection. Next time, you know, Rob has somebody that's in a predicament where 
they're unsure, they call me and I give them the straight goods, whether it's good or bad, you know, it's about making a connection. That's why every home that I walk into, whether people need to sell, especially now, some people are like, you know, I really want to downsize, right? And I'm like, okay, well, let's look at your financials. Have you spoken to a mortgage broker? Let's, let's look at where's your financial person. You know, let's look at it from a holistic standpoint. And I've told people, by you downsizing, you're going to make another 20 grand, but you wanted 80. It doesn't make sense, right? And they're like, wow, this person told me it. I said, well, listen, it's up to you. You decide what you want to do. I'm telling you my opinion as if I was making the decision. And that means so much. Like, I need to go to sleep at night. The reason why I got into this business and why I help sell businesses and so forth is because I want to help people. I want people to know that I made a difference and I impacted and gave them experience. Yes, we all want to make money and we all want to get to a certain level, but that's, that's secondary after you start helping people because people see right through it. Smart people see right through it. They know exactly what they're feeling. And I'm not for everybody and I don't want to be for everybody. I want to be for the right people that are like-minded or want to listen where I listen to their issues and I'm empathetic and we bring solutions to their problems. Right. So. Yeah, 100%. I would say one thing I've realized now more than ever about purchasing and real estate is, is uh, you, it's really tricky because yeah, when me and you spoke about that property, um, you know, I might, whoever I, I was going to purchase it with a partner, I was mm -hmm. the one that going through real estate in the past and buying and, and selling a few homes myself. It's so easy to get emotional and then you create justifications and you're like, Oh my God, this is so great. And we're going to do this and this, but it's like, you guys you got to calm down and, and, and remove the emotions from the, from that. And then you can start th kind of thinking realistically and logically. It's like when you do the numbers, do these work? Does this make sense? You know, forget about what 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 you're telling yourself because you can tell yourself anything and that yes. feels good, right? And then you you'll you'll believe it. Just like like right now, you might be saying, "Hey, you know, I need a whole new kitchen in my house. I can't I can't stand looking at this kitchen." And your mind starts say, "Yeah, you you really do need a new kitchen." You yeah. know, it's like, but it's like you gotta I don't know. It's yeah. So so I I say that you know uh, you gotta remove a little bit of the emotions and kind of get down to more of the logical part. And with that, once we broke it down we realized this home was not as great as it was presented to be, right? And we yeah. moved on from that. From that place. Yeah, and I think the biggest part of that home that a lot of people didn't see was that tree in the front and the problem that it could have caused to really upgrade that home to a different level, right? And when you get into a city, you get into a tree and you get into an arborist and so forth that's so passionate about this tree and having to do work around it um, could have stopped a lot of work. Right. And so that that was like the one thing that people overlooked. It was more the lot and the home and what could have been done. And then so outside of that was was that tree. That is brilliant. That is brilliant now that you bring it up because it's true. Thinking back now, if that tree was on, say, a 60 foot wide property or, or, or something like that, would it be that much of a problem? No, because you would have a lot of space. But your thing with that thinking about it now when you're staring at it you would overlook it but it's right there in the center of that uh, i think it was a 25 25 or 30 30 foot property it was 30 30 30 by 150 or something. 120 something or 130 yeah so yeah yeah so and it was right there like in the middle so yeah. it's like you're right it's like it's true how could that how could you miss the fact that it's in the middle yeah. 
the funny part about it, it was like in my old neighborhood where I grew up, it's just up the street. So, you know, when, when you told me the address, I'm like, oh my God, I know exactly where that is. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. mom just used to have a, a flower shop this south of there right on Eglinton. And, uh, you know, so yeah, it was just, uh, it was reminiscing of old, old times. But yeah, definitely, like you, you need to do your due diligence, right? Uh, when, when you're making a purchase. And, you know, a lot of people don't know. And so they rely on a realtor coming in and, you know, some people are not educated on everything that goes on, right? Like I don't know everything. So I go in there and I'm trying to learn every day, but if I don't understand something, then I want to get the answer. Right. 100%. But the more, you know, the more expert you are. Right. I always Joe, tell you're, Yeah. You're a, sorry to interrupt you. You're, you're a hundred percent. When you say that you're a hundred percent correct. It's like, it's like, uh, ultimately you got to strive to, to help the other person. And that's what we do. And if you don't know something, you go out and, and, and get the, 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 the proper answer for it. And ultimately, that makes you a better professional, right? Yeah. Well, it's exactly like your profession, right? I mean, scarcity equals value. And so what I mean by that is, is that the bigger problem that you solve, the more money you're going to make and the bigger uh, that, you know, of the need that you can provide to people that other people can't. And so, you know, if I have to clean my front yard, I'm going to probably get three or four quotes and I'm going to look at people's, uh, you know, past track record. And I'm most likely I'm going to protect, maybe not the cheapest person, but maybe the second cheapest person. Cause I think they're going to do the job because I could probably do the job is just, I don't have the time and I'm going to let them do it. If I'm sick. Okay. And I need to go to a doctor. I'm not going to go to the cheapest doctor. If I have to pay, I'm going to go to the one that's, you know, renowned the one that has experience in it and even if it's the most money i'm going to pay that because that bigger problem is bigger scarcity so like you're not going in and just fixing faucets you're i see what you do like you're ripping down you know foundations you're refixing piping that was done wrong you're online educating people saying hey this is what you know this needs to look like and you know this exhaust vent is not where it should be uh like so you're you're really educating people and you know the bigger problems you solve, the more value you're going to provide, the more people are going to want to deal with you because you're solving bigger problems. If you just want to, you know, solve small problems, you're, you're going to, your, your value is small. And so you just got to think on a bigger, bigger level. So I actually, I actually love that because that's why I, I actually, to be honest with you, I enjoy doing more renovations than brand new custom builds because renovations are working with old infrastructure mm -hmm. and you're, and, and you're, you're working with what's there and you're like, how am I going to, how am I going to make this all work properly? Right. So you really got to put your thinking cap on uh, to, to, to make that happen. Right. So um, I actually got going to make another video coming up soon um, because of right now it's springtime and a lot of people are right now probably um, um, they're using fertilizers or products through their, their hose, through the spray where you throw it, uh, you uh, attach yes. it onto your hose and use the water to spray fertilizer. But what I want to do is, is educate people about that is I would say you never really want to mix potable water with any kind of product that has poison in it. Because if yes. there's ever a negative pressure or negative siphon on the other side of that, whatever you're spraying could possibly get stuck back into your potable water system, your home. So that's a video I got coming out soon for, for people, just to yeah. educate. That's smart. Educate yeah, because it's like most people wouldn't think, even myself, if I wasn't a plumber, hey, I probably, you know, 
mixing water with a poison. No one's ever think like this would ever be pulled back backward because water's pushing it outward, right? So these are all the things I love doing because I just it gets it gets me excited. It gets me excited to really help yeah. people. And I find when it comes to professionals, really what makes the difference is is asking the questions to the professionals and sitting back and listening to what are their answers. And they really give you what you need, or you know, rather than what you want. You know, because because what you need and yeah. what you want are two different things. Right? A hundred percent, right? And that's why, you know, a good salesperson or a good professional i should say not salesperson i hate using sales because it always feels like you're trying to pitch something right yeah 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 ask at least 72 questions every time they do a transaction and people are like well what are you talking about like how could they ask 72 questions well it's a perfect example i've never met this person hey what's your name great you know can i ask what your profession is can i ask you know what type of home you're looking for you know, how many kids do you have? How many bedrooms do you need? How many washrooms do you need? Do you need a walkout? You know, what, what, what are your must-haves? What, what, would, what would you like to have? You know, and then going in and then asking a question, you know, how does this make you feel? You know, why do you need this extra bathroom? Was your, are your mornings crazy because you're struggling to get out of the house and so forth? Like, so like right there, that was 12 questions. So what, you know, you need to ask 72 questions at least. Because then you really understand what that person is feeling and then you can bring a solution towards that feeling, right? So that's why you see a lot of my content out there is a lot of it is derived from the, uh, the conversations that I have with people. I'm like, I speak into somebody, they bring me, uh, you know, they say, say something, I write it down for their specific and I'm like, oh my God, like I'm going to write a whole piece on this because if they're thinking this, I bet you nine, nine other people are thinking this and I want to speak to these people because I like these people. They're like-minded and I can solve this problem. I can solve their problem and I can help them. Mm-hmm. People don't think like that, right? Like marketing is gaining people's attention, but it's gaining people's attention because you're speaking to them, right? And, and, how, and how you're speaking. The right attention, right? So like yesterday I posted something like Bradford Home, right? I had a lot of people message me about it, but I know they can't afford that home. But there was one person that knew somebody that was looking for at home and we might be going to do a showing there this weekend. So sorry, I interrupted. What, what, no, you- no, 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 that, that, that's exciting. And I'm, I'm glad that that that's actually happening right now, I guess, because, you know, uh, maybe, you know, things are starting to open up right now. And plus, you know, the weather's getting a bit warmer. So I think people, I think people are getting, uh, I think people are getting restless. They're like, let yeah, me out already. They're like, let me out. So, of course. So you remember the people that are like, oh my God, I wish I could just stay home and not do anything all day. And, you know, again, restless. Like I, I can tell you from day one between, you know, stuff going around the house, working out, my kids work. Other than staying at home and, and, and obviously changing some of my routine in how I conduct business from a safety standpoint, my life hasn't changed. Like from, from a business standpoint. Yes. At first, the volume wasn't there, but then I just made myself busy understanding more what was going on. So uh, I, know, I know there's people out there saying they're bored. I'm not bored. Uh, I'm not I'd love bored either. More face to face eventually. I don't know what you know our future is going to be. I know it's definitely going to be different. It's going to be reset it, and but it's really allowed me to take back more time. I don't need to show ten homes to these people now. Now people only want to see two or three homes. Make a quick decision because. You know, 
we're not going for, for a Sunday stroll. Like I, I try to advise from that, but you know, some people like, Oh, well, we're in the area. Might as well see this one, this one, this one, this one, this one. Okay. That's great. Now people don't want to do that because they don't want to go into people's homes unless they're really interested in that home. Right. Mm-hmm. And then my last point, and then, you know, we're going to try to wrap it up is, you know, marketing is so key right now. And I still see a lot of homes coming up for sale and they don't have a proper 3d virtual tour. I can't express enough how important that is right now. The funny thing is, is that was always part of my marketing beforehand. People want to see floor, uh, you know, floor plans, like, like they're buying a new home. You know, older homes don't have that, or resale homes. So we come in there and we provide that. Plus, we give you like a virtual 3D tour, like you don't even need to get in there. So I think that that's a game changer moving forward, that even when people are going to be allowed into people's homes, people are going to want to go in there like they walk through. So I've told a lot of my clients like hey have you checked out the three no i didn't even know it existed yes on this home go look at it right and as they got in they're like wow that bedroom is not as big as i think it is and i said yeah you see the square footage is that going to work for you no it's not we don't even go see that home yeah yeah and that to me is this smart like it saves time for them driving there and me driving there but you get to see that and so that 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 to me is like that marketing is so imperative and it's going to be imperative going forward. It's why I do video. Like, I mean, you know, video speaks to everybody. Like my, my listing right now, Mississauga, I've already had 5,000 people see that place without even going into it, without booking a showing. So, you know, not they may not be buying, but at least they saw the place, right? So it, it's so powerful right now. It's just how you use it in a very professional manner to get the right audience, right? So. I, I love it, man. Honestly, like I said, yeah, right now I've been focusing a lot on ideas, you know, uh, like what do I think is going to happen? What do I want to happen? And mm-hmm. I think that's been really, I'm, I'm, I, I feel like that's so healthy. And I would say I'm, I'm, I, I would say I'm very, very, um, I guess, happy, lucky. I hate using the cliche word that everybody uses nowadays is grateful, even though it's a beautiful word. I love what it stands for, but I feel like it's just overset. And I'm so um, happy that I have a business uh, because I feel like it's given me um, so much to strive for, especially through this time. It's like, you know, um, you know, how can I be better? What do we have to do? How is the future going to be different? You know, how do we have to evolve? Because I feel like everyone's been very like, you know, comfortable. This is the way we do things. This is the way it's been done. Just keep going, just doing it. Now it's like, okay, well, I, I don't know. Maybe we should try something different since everything's been done this way. How can I do things a little bit different to, uh, to give, you know, new opportunity out there and really, I guess come out as maybe a leader in, in, in our industry, especially in the plumbing room, right? So that's, that's what I'm striving for. And the other thing I want to say is that any of your customers, anybody listening, if they have any questions, give me a call anytime. I had a guy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Call me anytime. If they have any questions, I'm here to help. Like I said, I would love to give any kind of insight I can to people about buying a home because they're spending a lot of money. You know, yeah. homes are $300,000 in the GTA. They're a lot of money. And at the end of the day, like you said, if I could try and help you in some way, maybe not even be there, but if maybe help you ask certain questions, maybe give you a list of what are the questions you might want to ask that you want the answers for. Not like, well, you know, no, no. I need the answers to these questions to whoever the seller is, uh, the realtor, whoever you're doing business with. At least it's going to, at the end of the day, it might show you that the person you're working with 
might not be the best suited for you to give you the outcome that ultimately you want. Yeah, right? the people people want somebody that has experience but has a process, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely, guys. Follow follow Rob at Galaxy Plumbing. He's on Instagram. Uh, he does a lot of great education. You know, he's addicted to a lot of HVAC people as well. So you know, uh, any type of trades, he definitely has that. So you talked about grateful. Um, you know, it's one thing that I was in a training session right before this all happened. Uh, you know, part of my marketing, uh, listing labs live talking about grateful. It's sometimes hard to be grateful for something, right? But you can appreciate something else. And so I've, I'm, even though I'm grateful, I appreciate. So right now, you know, people, it's hard to be grateful for, you know, some, some of the stuff when it first happened, but you can appreciate that you have a home that you can quarantine in with your family. You can appreciate that you're still employed and you're able to work from home. You can appreciate that you had technology like this. Can you imagine this happened in 1990? You know, Buddy. when the internet, we, we, we wouldn't even know what we'd be doing to be lining up with masks and banks and can't do wire transfers and so forth. I can appreciate technology. I can appreciate the fact that my kids can learn at home online. You know what? I can appreciate the fact now that I know what teachers are going through every day. Like, start appreciating some things and changing your mind, right? And so I always say, yes, be grateful. And so for me, about being grateful is being, I call up people when I'm having this terrible day like I did on Tuesday and say, hey, you know what? I'm grateful you're in my life. And then flip it over to, you know what? I'm appreciative that, you know, I can knock on a door tomorrow and this opportunity comes and it can change my life in a heartbeat just by connecting with somebody online like you, like, you know, it's crazy. Like just by, and so that's, that's, that's so, so, so imperative. So anyways, Rob, I wanted to thank you. Um, hope to see you soon face to face, you know, maybe the next couple of weeks. Thanks Uh, for having me on. Yeah. And, uh, you have a great day. You too, man. Thanks for having me.